This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I got three guys I, I take a bi-yearly trip with, some of my best friends. and I mean twice a year or every two years? Bi- so bi-yearly, so t- every two years Just we take a trip. Just yeah. because it could be either. And uh, what am I, Mr. Moneybags? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, you go a lot of places. But we went to uh, Vancouver and we all rented bicycles <laughs> and sent a picture back to our friends and family and one of the wives had written back, you guys look like the wild hogs. That's so, so good. So now we're there's a group text, the Wild Hogs, and we—that's everywhere we go. We, you know, we we put that. There's a whole Instagram thread of Wild Hogs where we've been. Oh, when Allie gets on at 9:30, I do have to tell you guys one time at Lake, uh, yeah, Lake Harriet, we rented tandem bikes. You'll never feel more alive than riding around the city with your BFF on a tandem yeah. bike. Highly encourage you. Come to do and it. knock on our door. Come yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I'm out on tandem bike. Yeah. I agree. Okay, you'll yeah. get a scooter, but I you don't want to feel alive. No, that's yeah. that's fine. Uh, tandem yeah. bikes and pedal pubs, I'm out on. You know what? Start seeing tandem bikes. Start seeing them. <laughs> like, just start no, seeing I them. don't want to. I ignore them on purpose. If you can read this shirt, oh my God, I'm riding a tandem bike by myself. <laughs> Where is Allie? I love her so much. If you can see that. Oh I would never gosh. rent this alone. <laughs> Who am I? Oh, if you can see the shirt, please jump on the back. It's really hard to ride a tandem bike alone. Yeah, doing the work of two people. Uh, Are tandem bikes still a thing? Oh, I saw one the other day in so South Minneapolis. Absolutely. I saw yeah. one that okay. was for off-roading, like like not like no. a street one. No. It was, oh my God, I almost want to call Justin. We are on our way to Chaska for our urgent care visit on Monday, and we saw a tandem bike where we go, wow, that looks like you can off-road with that one. It was right next to a trail. Like, get a tandem bike with, like, put pegs on the back as well. So if you sure. <laughs> Whoa, how Take, many friends do you yeah. have, Take Taking an avert ramp, like a BMX right. bike. Jeez. Also, Blue Cross Blue Shield had that, like, 10-person bike they were riding around the state. Remember those commercials? Yeah. There yes. was, I, I had Blue Cross Blue Shield at the time, and I thought, could you please get rid of the bike and lower my premiums? Yeah. We don't need a 10-person bike when I'm paying $400 a month for health insurance. Be honest. Radio and job things excluded. How many seats on a bike could you fill pretty easily in one day? With like, someone's like, we'll give you as many seats on this bike as you can fill with friends today. Are you just trying to ask everybody how many friends they have? I could do. It'd be me. Chad, at least your wife, would, you could talk her <laughs> it's a unicycle. Yeah, no, she wouldn't. Are you kidding? I actually... She wouldn't get on a tandem bike with me, nor would I with her. That seems like a fight waiting to happen. Okay, fine. You can have Phil. Would Phil go on with you? Or. I don't want Phil yeah, on Yeah, you can work that into some, like, promo for your yeah, show he, for Score North, yeah. He's a radio guy. Declan? You said non-radio. Fine, I, I think I'm, I think I'm SOL, to be honest with you. Oh, one-person bike. That's super yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> Judd, let me ask you, what's the dorkiest thing you and your wife do together? Like, yeah. do you guys ever have matching shirts at the Ren Fest, or if you go to the ball game, do you guys both have jerseys that say Zolgat on the back? No. No, nothing. nothing no, like that? no. She'll wear if she goes to a game, a sporting event. She will try to purposely color coordinate with the with the home team, like a oh. Gophers game or a Twins game. Okay. I of course do not, um, just because I don't care about that. Uh, boy, that's a good question. I don't know that we have. For as old as we are, it would seem like we should have dorky stuff, but I don't know that we really do. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, I, I asked that question to a lot of couples because when we went to Disney, I can't tell you how many couples I saw with the 
Mickey hand pointing to the direction of the wife and it said, I'm hers, but then she had the shirt on with the Mickey hand pointing at him that said, I'm his. Justin would never. Never. Not in a Justin million years. Justin would never. No. And like, I Why? respect, I don't, Justin would literally never. And like, you guys know that I would do anything to feel a part of a group. If you guys said today, <laughs> Brittany, we will get group tats and like, it will be whatever Judd picks out. I would do it. Like, I, I am such, like, if you said we are. Judd, pick out a tattoo quick. I, if I am in, like, I want to feel closer to everybody all the time, always. Mm-hmm. I'm really disgusting mm-hmm. that way. Can I ask Why? Oh, because I just want, like, I have terrible boundaries. I've like, been, did you not have friends in high school? Is this like a... I just always feel like everybody is this close to being my best friend if I try hard enough. Like, Rudy, how... You're the worst. How, I, you know this. Yes. Rudy, so I'm... And hey, you don't drink. No. Like, like this sounds uh, like a drinking thing. You know, yeah. I love, you're <laughs> that great. No. Like, Rudy, how, have I, I incepted your like, life no, you're or really not? not? Sorry, bye. Yeah. I've incepted your life, Rudy. Tevin, have I tried to be your best friend for 10 years now? Yeah. Yes. Like, it's a problem I have. I get that. Like, I have terrible boundaries. Justin is completely opposite, which, like, I need in my life. Because otherwise, we would just be, like, sitting on each other's lap braiding each other's hair all the time like but the corniest thing we do as a couple is we get in the uh the convertible the corvette and we go to dairy queen and then we park in this uh abandoned uh, burger king parking lot and we sit and eat our dairy queen together that's not bad. It's no, fine. No. I mean, if the car was wrapped in DQ Blizzard graphics, then I would say yeah, yes. Right. You've, you've taken I, it a step far. We call it. Why don't you just go home? <laughs> I see you, Judd. Romance <laughs> is dead in your life. It's a great drop. Just go home. <laughs> why, don't just, why don't you just go home and eat? I mean, that's that's what we do. Like Don, Don loves the McDonald's ice cream cone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll go get one or two sometimes, and then just go home, and w- we'll give a little bit to the dog, and then we're done. And yeah. That Everybody's just, happy. Mm-hmm. This is our big date night as we go to our date night point, our little romance parking well, lot. You do have a kid. You, you do have a kid, so it keeps you away from the kid for a little bit because yeah. we, we don't have kids. So Yeah. Well, that we did this sense. before the kid, but. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's trying to make All you right. feel better. Don't really <laughs> I, I appreciate Jeff. Yeah, are I'm we, trying to help you out. Are we becoming best friends, Jeff? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> no, he says no. No, that's, that, that's a definite no. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I love rejection. All right, we'll be back with the Tom Bernard Morning Show with more with Judd, my BFF to come. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. I am so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way. They always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my slippers, the Giza sheets, my pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The my pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price seventy nine ninety eight, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only thirty nine ninety nine with promo code Tom. That's a fifty percent savings. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Tom is back, but not going to be back until Monday. He's out on vacation right now. Myself, Brittany Arneson, Tevin Pittman talking to Judd Zolgad, Score North. Yep. Uh, Sports-wise, I know we are a day away from the NFL season finally kicking off. Judd, we're a day out. I know that it's weeks or months uh, ahead of us, but early on predictions, who do you got going into the NFC and AFC championship games? Wow. Ooh, that's right a lot. Oh end. boy, that's a lot to put on my table. Yeah, on my plate here. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, I uh, I am going to go with Kansas City because the Chiefs are until they get knocked off the pedestal. I I'm not going to believe that they're not going to be in the NF or the AFC title game. The AFC is absolutely stacked. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just just for fun. I'm gonna go Bengals Chiefs in the AFC mm-hmm. championship game because Joe Burrow is another guy who I think is just a super talent sure the nfc as tevin can attest is not as good as the afc so i think it's a i think it's probably more wide open as far as like surprise teams um i'm gonna go in the nfc i'm gonna go with who could be a surprise perhaps um how about this 
Dallas makes it back finally wow. for the first time since '96. Okay. Dallas makes it back for the first time since '96, and they face San Francisco. So it's a night. It's a 1990s feel. Sure, I can respect um, that. I do think the Vikings have an, a chance to win another division title. Here's my thing uh, with the Detroit Lions because there's all this Lions like praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm 53. This this franchise has sucked for almost my entire lifetime. I'm not buying the the Lions hype until I actually see a year of oh my god, oh my god they've actually turned a corner because mm-hmm. um, they got off to a terrible start last year. They rebounded when sort of the pressure was off and everybody got excited about it. So I'm not buying that the Lions are going to win the d- division until I actually see them win the division. Yeah, it feels like a lot like there was a couple years ago when the Browns had a very strong finish to their season, and then the next year they're like, oh, they're going to figure it out and make this big run. It's Yeah, you, you for a team that has struggled the, literally their entire existence, mm-hmm. you got to get that monkey off your back before I'm going I'm to jump on board. I think the last time they won a championship, and I'm not joking, was uh, something like 10 years pre-Super Bowl. It was like 1957. Sure. That they won mm-hmm. the NFL championship. So, But I do love... I mean, football, the National Football League, nobody does a better job of, like, marketing and and monopolizing the entire calendar. And for, what, the last 15, 20 years now, I love this Thursday night thing. Sure. Like, they dominate the weekend, right? So they, they, they come out with the Super Bowl champion on Thursday night, and then you have a full slate of games on Sunday, and then you got Monday night. It's just it's a genius way to basically instead of just starting on Sunday and having Monday, it's a great way to essentially grab the entire weekend. And I saw Tevin's excitement, and I agree. Like tomorrow night, that's awesome. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm so great it starts and like kind of switching to the Vikings a little bit. Like going through everybody plays the game where you go through the schedule and here's a win, here's a loss. Like there's nothing better than just that everybody has hope. We all, it's all rainbows and duckies and then living and dying on every single win. Like, I love listening to, like, the post-game fan call-ins because you'll get, like, you remember that play in the third quarter? Like, we, he needs to be cut. He needs to be fired. Then the next week after Kirk Cousins wins the game, now he's MVP. That's me. I'm here for the emotional roller coaster, whether it's 12 wins or one win, I'm on board. And it's absolutely the perfect season, too, because it's 17 games. It's a buildup all week long, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes it the you know, in our society now. You know, baseball is 162 games. Hockey and basketball play what 82 apiece, right? Yep. Football's perfect because it allows the buildup, and, and to your point, it then allows that emotional roller coaster. Like it's all week long because it takes fans. It can take fans a couple days to recover from a win or a loss. And then you get to Wednesday and the buildup starts. It's the perfect season because it's 17 games, but it dominates it dominates in that time period. Like everything about everything about football now in my opinion uh, and how they market it and how it works from like the combine, which is now the big thing in February, free agency in March, mm-hmm. the draft in in April, then off-season camp start. Really, the only dead time in this league now is July. Like the mm-hmm. like most of July is dead. Other than that, despite the fact that they don't play a lot of actual games, no sport, in my opinion, ties up the calendar and creates more excitement 
than th- this sport. So the anticipation going into that uh, Lions-Chiefs game tomorrow is just mm. so damn high. And then to your point, once that's done, if you're a Vikings fan, it's like, okay, bring on Tampa Bay. It's yep. going to be great. Yeah. And even if you're a bad team, like the Cardinals are probably going to be the worst team in the NFL, but they still have excitement because, well, we're tanking for Caleb Williams next mm-hmm. year. And so they, no matter if you're on the top end of the league fighting for the playoffs or if you're in the middle, then you get to play the game of, well, we need this team to lose, we need to win. So, yeah, there's always storylines no matter how good or bad your team is. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and to get back to the marketing of it, it, there's people that I know that have no interest in sports whatsoever, but th- it, they've figured out a way to make it transcend. You got Travis Kelsey, who is hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, who wants the, to date Taylor yeah, Swift. When the NFL <laughs> Network came out, I remember like friends of mine saying, how can they put out a whole TV network just dedicated to the NFL? Especially, what are they going to do in the summer? I said, well, they also made a network that is all about food. And it's very successful. So you don't think the NFL knows exactly what it's doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's genius. It's genius, and it works because people can never get enough. That's the thing. Like, you think about football fans, right? I, I think this I think this sort of started, um, as far as the light bulb going on, to years and years and years ago with the Super Bowl. Because I don't think there's any sporting event that more non-sports fans watch. Oh yeah, and I mm-hmm. and, and I think they realized okay we've we've hooked them. How can we try to hook them more? But when you think about and I mean hell, this was going on probably when I was a kid when I was young. Um, but once we got what through the seventies, I, I would say in the eighties for sure you had Super Bowl parties, and now it's the commercials. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it is just football and this league in particular is such a great culture experiment. Yeah, because I mean because they essentially you do the commercials because you're going to get the diehard football fans to watch regardless. But now if you're dragging your wives or husbands that aren't football fans, okay, we got the commercials to entertain them. We're going to put on an amazing halftime show. Maybe there's going to be yep. a nip slip. Maybe there's not, but everybody's watching to find out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they've kind of created this perfect social atmosphere where it doesn't matter if you're a football fan or not. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, yeah, it it's remarkable. But um, so on the Vikings, Tevin, what are you thinking wins wise? Because I will say this: I don't think they're I don't think they're, they're going to be bad, but I don't think that they're going to win thirteen games. Again. No, I feel yeah. like ten games is probably about right. They got to we have the Bengals, Chargers, Eagles, uh, Chiefs. I believe are on our schedule. Those all kind of feel like losses. Mm-hmm. The Lions, depending on how good they are, that's probably either a split or we might get swept if they live up to the hype. Uh, Packers, I would love to say we're going to sweep them, but it seems like we usually split with them. Yeah. But right. yeah, and it's one of those things too where we just don't know is Brian Flores and the defense going to take even just a half step forward? And then I think our offense is going to be just fine. But if we can't stop anybody, then it'll be a long season. And I'm and I'm almost more excited for the off season because I want to see what we're going to do with Kirk Cousins. Are we going to be able to get JJ signed to what his deal is going to look like? So. Yeah, I think the Jefferson contract gets done this week. This week? Okay. So I, I think that gets done before uh, the opener on Sunday. But you brought up a point that, that we've been talking about on uh, Purple Daily quite a bit, which is I am – I think the, like, the intrigue about this team right now is huge. Like there's so many questions. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback and, – and it look, it's a, it's a competitive team, so it's not like it's going to be bad. But there are a lot of question marks and b- because – if you go just, for instance, starting on Sunday, can the offense be consistent? Because they had, um, what, 
Kirk tied a league record with eight fourth quarter comebacks, and I believe the Vikings had 11 one-score games yep. last season. Well, you don't need to do that. Like, you have permission to to basically step on a team's neck. Um, and this offense, you know, hell, you've got now Jefferson, Addison, Osborne, um, Hawkinson. You should score points. If, if you look, this team was dormant offensively in the second and third quarters a lot in 2022. Uh, the defense, to your point about that, is I don't think it can be worse, and I think Donatell was a disaster. Mm-hmm. So Brian Flores, I'm not saying they're going to be perfect, but if they can even get to, like, 20th, that's a huge yep. improvement. So, like, the question marks here to me are are huge, but it's going to be fun. And then, yes, the Kirk thing, it's really interesting that they're locking up players and they don't know who their quarterback is going to be. <laughs> I find that to be really intriguing. And we haven't had, you know, love Kirk or hate Kirk Cousins, we have not had quarterback questions in this market since 2008, what, 17 going into 18 with Keenum. But that was last time. Kirk has always had security until now. Yeah, no. And Do you think that they'll lock – are they waiting it out just to see – because I wouldn't think – he's put himself in a position where he has earned the right to not be just on this expiring contract. So do you think that that's a sign that we're not going to bring him back or are they really just trying to figure out a number or what kind of is going on behind the scenes there? I think they're honestly going to wait to see – how he plays, and I also think that they are they are consciously right now locking up guys who are going into their second contracts, and Kirk is going to be, Kirk just turned 35 last month, and so I also think that they are hoping that if Kirk has a good year, Kirk says, I've made a lot of cash from you guys. I have cashed a lot of big, big checks. I'll take, I'll take less uh, to stay here. Because what's really weird about it is Kirk Cousins had security from 2018 through 2021 here, and I think that you could make a case his head coach hated him. And Mm -hmm. now he's got a head coach that clearly embraces him, Mm -hmm. and this is the first time he hasn't had that security. So I think they're hoping that Kirk Cousins, if he does does have a good year, re-signs for like three years, which would take him, I think, through age 38 going on 39. But he does it at a reasonable price because when we see that Jefferson contract, it's going to be eye popping. Hawkinson just reset the tight end mm-hmm. yep. market. Christian Darisaw is going to be eligible for an extension next off season, uh, and those are the guys. Rightfully so, those are the guys that they want to lock up. But the other question that we don't know is: Is Kevin O'Connell going to tr- try to identify a young quarterback on a rookie contract that he can mold? Because like that's his thing. Mm-hmm. He un- unlike Zim. He loves this position. He wants, you know, he wants to develop a QB. So that's like the unknown is, is Kevin O'Connell going to be prepared to move on? Because he flat out says, screw it. I was hired here to find a quarterback, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, and he he was a former NFL quarterback himself. So obviously it's a position that he's very familiar with. And that's kind of the formula most teams go with. Like, you know, when Kansas City had Patrick Mahomes on a, his, you know, rookie deal before he got all that money and stuff like yes. that. And this is a deep year for quarterbacks coming out um, from college. So it'll be interesting to see what we do. So wait a minute, Judd. Are you saying that when somebody has a boss who likes them, they perform better? That you know, is pro- that, that is insanity. Why would you say something like that? Listen, I think you're on your crazy pills this morning, Judd. I don't think. Listen, being in this business, oh, we know the only possible. way to get performance out of people is Scary. by telling them you're they right. suck. Yeah. Exactly. Fear-based so, management. Yes, fear-based management. Exactly.
Are you saying crack the whip? Are you saying that that, that works? Absolutely, it Obviously. does. Yes. Yes. Brittany the fear of the Lord? Yes. I did yell at Tevin this morning, she but did. in my yeah. defense. But the show's been great since then. Yeah. So it has been a yeah. great show. Why'd you yell at Tevin? Judd, you uh, weren't we, here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to listen Judd. to the first half of the show because it was. Oh, okay. It was you brutal. talked about it. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I was I mean, going to say like I want to go into it, Judd. He shows up, and he straight up told me I'm an ugly bitch. That was what he came in with saying by not putting articles on the shared doc. That's he said. I don't respect you as a person. That's what you said to me, Judd. In this industry, you've been you've been in the radio business for a while. There's some people that they got to over prepare for the show, and there's some people that they can just show up and turn that switch on and go. And that's me, Judd. Just a great smile, <laughs> good looks. <laughs> See? Just get away with it, Tevin. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. But he's the host. Remember, mm-hmm. he's Technic- the host. Technically, you know what? Yes. I feel like your interpretation of what what he meant is a right only reserved for you with your spouse. Yeah. I don't feel like it's fair to to put that up on, unless he says it, I don't think Mm -hmm. it's fair. Oh, no, he said it. He actually sent it to me in many texts. Oh, Uh, no, I would never put that in writing. (laughs) (laughs) He's not not dumb. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I also, like, I want to say it again. Did I yell at him? Ours? Tevin really sensitive. We're still trying to make that decision. Well, what you're yelling. Like, I'd like to hear you. Oh, uh, we can't like repeat to... it for radio. No, no, here's Racial the thing, slurs were involved. I and... actually rarely ever yell, <laughs> but so many men in my life have informed me I'm yelling. So. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of victim blaming coming from you today. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? When in doubt, it's the male's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Always the male's fault. We are just lightning rods now. Oh, it's unbelievable. Well, it is well, very tough well. being a male. It Must is be. hard. Oh, okay, it is I can't, look we, at you smile. I we don't, cannot. We don't, we don't get to go into work, uh, shared workspaces unless we're a woman or LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. We have it so hard for white men now. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. The owner of the coven said that actually you can go to the coven, which like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's you can't like it's just spe- like specific designed yes. for women in LGBTQ+. Plus. Specifically men who like other men. If you are a man who likes a man, you can go to the coven, right? I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't no have a membership at the coven. It, what is the coven? Oh. It's like we work I've, oh, okay. here for Minneapolis. It's yeah. a really oh, okay. cool building. Yeah, we talked, I don't know if Judd was on with us when we chatted about this, but we chatted about there's a place called the coven that specifically is for women in LGBTQ, and then we had the woman on because she knows Brittany, and then... Tom <laughs> got angry at her. It went well. It went, it went as good as you could expect. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that seems like that does not seem like a good guess with Tom. With, no. for Tom. No. But I mean, that's just me. And also, like the I you know what? You. I will say this. I will say this for all all that the male, especially the white male, feels like oppressed now. Here's the one thing that doesn't get talked about enough that the that men across the board get now: maternity leave. My boss hasn't got paternity leave. I know, I I know, but that's my point. Is yeah. that's a he- there's a long time where dad was expected oh. back at work mm, like the next day. My old man was at home asleep when I was born, and my mom had to tell him, call him up on the phone, and say it's a boy. Oh, what what I'm saying is that like you now get time, you get yeah. substantial mm, time off, sure. right? And, and as they, sh- I'll tell you the biggest dynamic change. I know you have to go. Judd, but I'll say this for sure, because I got made fun of at my talk because none of the women had husbands with paternity leave. It changed my dynamic or our dynamic in general because I got to leave 
I had, uh, we split ours. I did maternity leave and Justin did paternity leave. So he had to have one-on-one with the baby, which doesn't, doesn't always happen because they don't always get paternity leave, which changed our dynamic forever. So like, even though it was a great gift for him, it was also a huge gift for me to be like, this is what happens when you're alone with the baby, which not every dad gets because the paternity leave doesn't exist in a lot of companies. So like, it's crazy. Like, I can't imagine not having that experience. Mm-hmm. It does here, right? Uh, at at our sure. company? Do we, I think we have paternity leave. I don't know. Uh, I know when I was at. I thought we did. When I was with uh, ABC, we did not have it. So the night, my daughter was born at 5.35 p.m., we start, we stayed the night at the hospital, but I had to be back to work that following afternoon that's, and that's did the wild. afternoon I, show. Yeah, I feel like even wow. if you didn't have paternity leave yeah. through yeah. your company, like as a human being, you'd be like, no, take uh, like a couple weeks off mm-hmm. from how yeah. much time you need. His paternity leave yeah. was the best thing that's probably happened to me ever. Like having that base at home. Well, but. they they gave me paternity leave. I just chose to go to the work the next day. I was like, listen, we, I think we're yeah, good now. Right. Right? This kid, he's, she's hey, already walking and hey, talking. That kid's going to poop, right? right? I'm out of here. I'm See, yeah. I got to go to work. Bye, honey. <laughs> you have a show the next day. He just yeah. hung out. Speaking yeah. of yeah. leaving the, the infant babies, Judd, thanks so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. You're the best, man. You are the best. All right. Bye, everybody. See you, Judd. If the bitch nice fell off, if you can see Don't my bite. t-shirt. <laughs> Judd fell off the show. Judd is gone. <laughs> That might be my favorite idea we had is to make that elaborate t-shirt. Uh, why don't we go to break now and then we'll get to Allie early. We can do that if you want. Yeah, let's go to break and we'll be back with Allie live from Chicago. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my slippers, the Giza sheets, my pillow 2.0 and more. Great news. The my pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this 6-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees are back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. 
If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sale. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It's 945, the Tom Bernard Show. Tom will be back on Monday after vacation. If you can read this, the bitch fell off and ended up on our stream yard. Hello, Allie Matta, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. Allie, we're investing in some t-shirts. Would you like to get on the ground floor of this investment? What kind of t-shirt? Well, you're going to be joining also a electric bike slash motorcycle game. Yeah, there's a lot going into yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And you need to be committed to us, which honestly, I feel like is a pretty easy ask right now. What's the buy-in? I will look into that. Hey, blood in, blood out, okay? <laughs> blood in, blood out. You can be the president of the Chicago chapter of our tandem mm-hmm. bicycle gang. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's fun. Do you I remember like when we rented tandem bikes and how magical that day afternoon was? Oh, you guys, I had to let Brittany be the leader, obviously, on that bike. Can yeah. you imagine Brittany being in back of me, trying to tell me what to do? Yeah. yeah. It was Brittany good. was definitely leading the way, and I was just in the back going, this is great. This is great. I love, I love this. Tandem. And I, yeah. if I would have had a shirt that says, if you can read this shirt, my best friend is currently lost in Minneapolis. Here is my phone number. Please contact me. Her family's been looking for her for weeks now. She's allergic to peanuts. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No, uh, I, was, I was listening to you guys uh, a few minutes ago. You were talking just about, like, paternity leave and stuff. And, like, the differences between men and women. And that reminded me, Rudy, you had something recently, like, at a show that you posted on mm-hmm. your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you guys, I don't know if you saw this, Brittany and Tevin, but Rudy goes, I think that women should be paid as much as men. And the crowd was just like quiet. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. That was in Appleton, Wisconsin. Yes. And I said, uh, I said, listen, here's the deal. If you are a woman or you are LGBTQ, you deserve the same pay benefits and rights as everybody else. Crickets. Crickets. Not a, not the not most. A, and I went, I, Appleton feels different. You got it. Everyone started laughing. Like a huge applause break. Yeah, I've never had. I mean, it was deathly silent in there. Yeah. I yeah. think there'd be really someone funny. going like, yeah, like equal rights for people. And everyone's just like, I don't know. No. I don't, I don't know anybody. Honestly, it depends on the person. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny, though, because I tried to joke the other night, too, that after we had our conversation about the coven, I was talking about how white men in Minneapolis are so angry that there's a shared workspace for for only women and LGBTQ. And listen, white guys, women and LGBTQ should they should be able to start their own businesses. And everybody started clapping. And then I said, and when those shitty businesses fail, (laughs) we white men will buy them up and make them profitable. From the ashes, we will rise. (laughs) Like a phoenix. Yes. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, that is funny. 
So anyway, uh, what's yeah. going on in Chicago, Allie? Um, well, I was at the Cubs game last night. Nice. They won against the Giants. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend's friend has like really insane tickets, and we sat in the fifth row. Whoa. So you can see like you can see like if a player has a wedgie, you know, yeah. it's awesome. Sitting that close to professional baseball, you'll start going, "Wow, they really do throw those fast!" Like you, I know. you go. <laughs> Because like you, it's such a cartoon. It's not real on TV. And then I've sat right up there, um, and I, you go, holy cripes. Like, the things yeah. they're doing so casually are amazing. Mm-hmm. But I saw something that I've never seen before, and I don't know if I'm just, like, an idiot, but... Maybe. The... <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't rule it out. I'm the same girl. Exactly. Thank you, Tevin. Um, so the pitcher did submarine style. Oh, that is super weird to see. Yeah, so, where it's like, um, it's not underhand, but it's like a submarine even, style. Yeah. yeah, like, so they don't throw overhand. They like do like a woo and go like a U shape underneath. So it's mm. like. It's it, like softball. It's, no, well, it's, it's like a, it's a sidearm, but it's a little bit lower than a sidearm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like and if ball, I did it, I would tear every ligament yeah. in my elbow and shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and did the ball slowly rises way? up. Did he keep huh? doing it that way, or is it just like a yeah. one-off? That, that's how he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time, hundred percent of the time. It, I've never seen it before, and my boyfriend was like, "Yeah, there's probably like one in a hundred pitchers that can do it." Yeah, and it's because it's like the I guess the overall concept of it is because it's a different release point so it's harder for the batter to see and then it like will rise rather than fall it's yeah i don't know how yeah works, but wow yeah, like, and did he pitch well batter. did it like the batter did they did it trick the batter often i don't know i wasn't paying attention Brittany. i was just like looking around looking i'm sure there's people. another way of saying that but did he get tricked <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely like got tricked by this dude, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, I've never seen that before. It was very I've awesome. never even heard of that. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm around a lot of sports talk, and I think that would stick out in my mind. Submarine, pitch. submarine style. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a sex move that I probably wouldn't like. <laughs> but I did prepare. Probably. I did prepare a couple of stories for you guys today, so you guys get to pick up what you want to hear. Do you want to hear about the bear that drank White Claw or the German Shepherd that took himself to Metallica? German mm. Shepherd. Okay. I vote okay. German Shepherd. I've, mm-hmm. I'll vote Tevin because I've yelled at him a lot today. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, no. Yeah, what happened? Uh, Tevin is not a professional, and he She's got hired mad. as a professional. Yeah. Well, the show went great. That's all that matters. If you look at the results, it doesn't matter how we got there. Okay. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple days ago, uh, Metallica was performing at SoFi in Los or Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? SoFi? Yeah. SoFi. Yeah, SoFi. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, SoFi. And there was a German Shepherd named Storm, he ran away from his home that day, somehow got into the stadium. I'm only assuming because he's a German Shepherd and people are like, oh, a cop dog. Oh, it must you be know? sniffing bombs. I hope he yeah. doesn't sit next to anywhere I am. <laughs> yeah, so he just kind of like waltzed in through security, sat himself down in someone's assigned seat, and literally watched Metallica perform. Yeah. And people were like taking pictures and posting it on Instagram. And that's how the family found their lost no dog because it was viral on Instagram. Nice. Um, did he, did they check if it's a man in a dog suit? No, it's like, <laughs> it is a dog. Well, they, okay, good. They, Just... they, they knew it was their dog because it was wearing a shirt that said, if the bitch fell off. <laughs> no, if, right, if the leash if is you, dragging. If you can read this collar. <laughs> yeah. The bitch yeah. fell off. Oh my God! He's sitting in a real chair. He thinks yeah, he's, he's a like person. sitting up straight, just enjoying Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this dog loves Metallica. Yeah, 
I'm not going to tell him my yeah. feeling on Metallica. My, my dog's more of a Slayer fan, but he still You're likes Metallica. Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, but Paul would not make the walk. Oh, no. no Paul no. would be like, I got it on Spotify. Yeah. I'm fine. Just like every other Slayer fan. Can't walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jeez. Oh. Great. Now our Slayer demo right. is just pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. And there everybody goes. No, I remember the last time I went to Slayer, it was at the Armory, I think. And uh, I. Re- I had to go to the bathroom and I was in the front, so I turned around. P.S. I'm like the only girl there, sure. and everyone, every yeah. dude is like wearing black and dragging their knuckles. Okay, mm-hmm. and I turn around, and it's like this six foot dude, and I'm trying to get through, and he just like picks his nose, yeah, as I'm walking towards him, and then he just eats it. It's like a <gasps> giant, yeah. And I- <laughs> And I was like, "That's a Slayer fan." So wait, you were, you were telling me that you were the only girl in the crowd. That blows I, my mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. You were swimming oh, in D. Jesus. You could have had anyone swimming in God. D. Couldn't throw a yeah. bone without hitting a man. It, I know. I could have found a husband that night. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah, like 2006, I had nothing going on, and I drove to St. Louis on Halloween night to go see Slayer at the pageant. Because I thought, when else am I going to see Slayer on a Halloween, right? And they were playing yeah. with one of my favorite bands. So I went down there and I sat. I was by myself and I sat at the bar. And the band came on, the band I came there to see. And as soon as they got done, I looked around and I thought, I have nothing in common with any of these people. Like, I am so far removed from this. And even though I grew up as a metalhead and grew up as a yeah. kid who loved punk mm-hmm. music and rock music and metal, I sat down and thought, I could, there's nothing left in my body anymore that wants to hang out with any of these people. I just want to be at home, kicking it with my kid, laying on the mm-hmm. floor. And I just now I have to drive all the way back you know, home from St. Louis. Worth the trip to say I saw it on Halloween. It was yeah. it was a blast. Yeah. But after that, I just thought, you know what? You hit a milestone yeah. in your life. Yep. There's there's a reason why Burning Man is usually only filled with people that are under the age of fifty. Because mm. at that point, you just got nothing left in the tank. I remember. So, oh yeah, sorry, Allie. Was the band Insane Clown Posse, Rudy, that you wanted to see? Obviously, you know it was. Just gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> A story about Insane Clown Posse. No way. At, that's so funny, Allie. Speaking of fans oh, too you're, fat you're to Oh, you were going to talk about the first half? Yes. When, yeah. when Mike sent us the photo of the the drink is called... Fago? Fago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my ex wa- uh, was at the show, and he said it was insane. So the whole couple days leading up to it, they had, they, in, in the parking lot, these Insane Clown Posse's had these, like, crazy little car things they kept driving around the you know the enclosed parking lot and then i just see like shriner cars yes pretty much and so he sent me these photos he's like this crazy here this week and he's like what are their fans called uh juggalos juggalos Juggalos, yeah um juggettes don't act like you don't know don't act like you haven't woken up with a juggalo on your arm um so that night, he was like, I got to go to this show. There's this thing they do where they spray this. It's like orange and grape fago. It's kind of like Fanta, but mm-hmm. it's a specific brand. They spray it everywhere. And, like, first half had to, like, get ready for this because they, they were concerned with how many liquids whatever these fans bring. And they were, like, try to, you know, keep it at a minimal. He showed me the photos after it was like a child swimming pool on the ma- on oh, the main floor yeah. of this sticky. And he said people were walking around. It was just yeah, because it was well, a, and they they had to put up like trash bags over the yeah, speakers, yeah, so they mm-hmm. wouldn't get wrecked. They was at a certain sticky. point they had like to start um, making sure everything was waterproof because the amount of fago they spray. And I just remember being like, 
because he stayed to watch that. And I remember being like, this is my nightmare, is having mm-hmm. to be there during that. Like, the pictures were enough. I was, he even was, do you want to come at the tail end and take pictures or vi- take videos? No. Like, that's when I realized <laughs> I'm old. I do. Like, I do not, like, that's, I would have, no. I don't want it in my hair, on my fi- no. I don't want it on my clothes. I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, the next day put on my shoes and act like I went to every movie theater floor ever. Right. It's just like the pictures are just like everybody spraying soda everywhere, and then it's just you casually drinking <laughs> yours in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Is this yeah. diet? Mm. I, I know you guys are going to hate me for saying this, but there is a photo that lives on the internet of a, a couple, you know, yeah. boy, girl, probably 25 years old at their son's funeral. Son has Insane Clown Posse casket, both of them in Insane Clown Posse shirts, he in face paint at their son's funeral. And all I could think of when I watched that photo was... That kid dodged a bullet. Oh, <laughs> that kid is, listen, I know you're six feet under, but you're much better off than oh where you would gosh. end up, kid. Okay, can that's you, funny, Can though. you imagine sending that kid to the first day of kindergarten in his ICP trousers with a mohawk? Like, no one wants that kid. Like, trust me, you're in a better place, son. He just bothers the teacher with stupid questions like, how do magnets work? <laughs> but seriously, how do they work? Like, no one get, knows. No, no one, one knows. actually knows. That song, I've never never laughed so hard at the song uh, Miracles that they have because it's just so dumb. It's like pyramids, rivers, fish. What's up with that? I, you know, like, I, SNL tried to do like a skit like making fun of that song and it didn't work yeah. because the original is so good and stupid yeah. you can't even top it. It's like a Seinfeld joke set to music. Like, what's up with Magnus? What's up with Magnus? These people who, these people who go down to a river. What's up with these people? Fish, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> My God. I know, Drudy, you really got to take your work. comedy to a what is, what, what's up with oh. Magnus kind of feel. You really got to get there. Yeah, the LGBTQ women should be paid more landing, bits. Not no. landing anymore. Just walk out and be like, hey, do you guys, what's up with driveways? People but, park their cars in it? Who are those people? But parkways we drive in? What's oh going goodness. on? Um, I do have to say there's nothing that'll like. It was a joke, wasn't it? That it was, was a real at joke. some point, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, you do have to stop and kind of go, if somebody did make you describe how Magnus it's work we would all fail like let's not oh, pretend yeah. no. like i could describe exactly what's going on with magnets kind of like when i have to like really think about the idea of time traveling and if i went back in time before cars and they were like hey how does a car work i'd go uh, i actually don't know yeah. like i really <laughs> like, You're like, i know there's there's oil i go don't you guys like do you have gas let's like let's start with that like Right, how 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 backwoods are we right now? Like, where do I have to start my explanation for this? Like, I but I don't think I could talk like things that have been invented. If I went back in time, I don't think I could have them made because I'm oh, so no. dumb about everything. No, no, no but most no. people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, what are, are men? Trying to say you're special? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that like maybe in SoundCloud, maybe I am a juggalo because what are magnets? <laughs> Our engines. Like, really? <laughs> At the end of the day, what is internet? You know? No one knows. <laughs> Allie, did you go to the uh, new nude beach over in Chicago? Yeah. Oh, um, I read a story that that was fake. Yeah, so you yeah. Can put, go ahead and put your boobs back in your yep. shirt, ma'am. But, oh, dang it. Well, actually, did you know that there is there is a beach? Um, it's, like, where the LGBTQ community hangs out. 
and we call it the gay beach. It's Hollywood Beach here. Yeah. And uh, people do get pretty naked there. Pretty naked? So, I mean, How naked? it's not, it's kind of like a small lake in Minnesota. But it's not that small. They're cold. No, but listen, listen, this is my point. A smaller lake, a smaller lake than Minnetonka, yeah. it's not patrolled. So people are oh. drinking, right? So like a smaller beach, it's not patrolled. So people be getting naked. Allie, do you okay. remember by our house hidden beach that we would go to and they'd be yeah. playing like Calypso, Calypso music or they say, oh, anyways. And Cedar oh, Lake. You guys have been to Cedar Lake, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not hidden at all. There's actually a road that goes right to it. And mm-hmm. at some point, the police started patrolling it, but people still loved playing their crappy music and like tempting fate. And then every now and again, a police officer, you'd see like a fully nude guy, and then a police officer just casually walk next to him, and you're like, "This is not what you think. It this is not that mm-hmm. hidden. Like it's time." Uh, uh, a lady, a lady threatened me with a, a bottle there once, like a broken bottle, because Reggie was off of his leash. Yeah, wow. and I she, remember and she that. Was drunk. She was drunk, and she like had a bottle, like a broken bottle. She's like, "You get out of here with your dog. You're crazy." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm the insane one. <laughs> My dog's off his leash, and he's well trained." I still remember I just would pray if they had a broken bottle, put it towards my head because the music they played there was so bad and so loud. And I always like would burning. be – Yeah, it was bad. Like Burning Man. Exactly. Well, Allie, another amazing report, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Thank God you were here to make up for the Tevin disaster. Yeah, okay. Oh, you stop. Tevin's a little angel. You stop, Bertie. You be nice to yeah, him. See? Why? Because he's wearing Thank a you. fuzzy sweater and he looks like a teddy Tevin? I look comfortable. Teddy Tubbin. All right. Well, that's it for the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. Allie will be back tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Bye. <laughs> she will definitely not be back tomorrow. <laughs>